0: To another episode of the Atlantic Sill Podcast. I'm here with my staff member Jen Berg. She is our activities and outreach specialist. She does conveniently our activities and outreach. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. So let's get started. We just want to talk. This is kind of you the second staff member to do the podcast. We had Anna on the last podcast. So now we're having you on. And we just want to kind of introduce people. The staff members, so they get an idea of the center and what they can expect at the cell. So, uh, tell us a little bit about how you found the
1: cell, how you got
0: connected, and how you were lucky enough to uh, join us, or we were lucky enough to find you.
1: Yeah, so I was connected to the cell through a former board member, Jamie Angelini. She works for a mental health association, and we've been friends for a very long time. I taught her kids art classes, and she was a member of the community where I used to work at a community association. And during the pandemic, things changed. The, the community center shut down for a while and I was in need of a job. And so when she learned that you were looking for an outreach person, she said, Hey, you know, why don't you put in for this? I think you'd be good for it. And so I interviewed and it, and it worked out.
0: Yes, and Jamie's awesome. I don't know if Jamie listens to this, but if you do, Jamie, you're awesome. And she, she was a great board member, uh, finally retired after years and years of doing it. Tell us a little bit about your job. So what does that mean, You outreach and activities? And so tell us a little bit about that.
1: Sure. Yeah. So the outreach part of it is to basically get the sill out there in the community, make sure people know about our services and, and what we can offer. So I go to different outreach events, different community fairs at schools and through different organizations that run resource fairs. Let's see. I also network with different businesses in the community and um, I do our social media and our newsletter, which goes out to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, so you do an awesome job with the newsletter that usually comes out. It does come out, not usually, but it comes out like the first week of the month. We try to get it out on the first. Uh, Sometimes it's depending on, sometimes there's a weekend there. So sometimes it's the third or the second or whatever, but it usually comes out the first week of the month. Uh, If anyone's interested in our newsletter, please contact the sales. We'll uh, put you on our newsletter database. You get all our activities. News stories pertaining to the world of disability rights. And see, we're very busy at the SIL because Jen does a great job outreaching. There's a lot of uh, phone calls that happen. So, so, uh, but if you're interested in participating in our activities, most of them are virtual. You can attend them online. Of course, they're no cost uh, to to the consumer. So, tell us about the different activities you do, Jen.
1: Yeah, so personally, I do a life skills class every week on Tuesdays at one. And that's a variety of different topics. Sometimes it's a discussion on like a mental health topic. Sometimes it's a hands-on activity. Like today, we're doing a drawing activity. Next week, we're going to do kitchen safety. I love doing kitchen safety because it's almost like I have my own cooking show going on. So I set up in, in my kitchen and we usually are baking or or cooking something while talking about how I'm navigating the kitchen in a safe way and different tips and techniques that people can use to be independent in the kitchen. So that's the life skills. Let's see. I, I had been doing a sketchbook club, which I'm hoping to bring back in January. So keep an eye out for that. So that's something where you would log on zoom. And then each week we would work on some type of drawing technique or a project. And all you really need is a pencil and a piece of paper. And that's my background. I love art. I'm a certified art teacher, actually. (laughs) So I love doing creative stuff. And then we also do once a month, we do an in-person art class called Art is in the Making. And that's with April Elias, a local artist that we've connected with. And so we get together in person and it's, it's a non-instructional class. It's all about the process of painting. It's not about the end result. So everyone who comes to the class comes just ready to explore whatever they, they wanna work on. We usually do have an example for, for anybody who needs like a little bit of guidance, um, but the group that's been coming for many, many months now, they've all, what we like to call it going rogue. <laughs> So they come in and they're like, is it okay if I work on this idea? They bring a picture or they show something on their Can I work on this? Can I work on that? Absolutely. Whatever you want to work on. And the time just goes by super quick because everybody's just really focused on what they're doing. And it's it's therapeutic, the the process of making art. Yeah, um, There are a lot of benefits I remember
0: attending one of your art classes you did um one for us and it it is it's a lot it, people sometimes hear art class and I think they think it's like going to be like uh, like you have to be a good artist and it's really like your classes and our class are very no pressure and more relaxing and like yeah. just do your art is your art and don't so if you're hearing this like well i don't i don't really consider myself a good artist well you don't really you don't have to like you like like jan said it's just about the process of making art and enjoying that experience and and being around people doing the same thing and being around good energy and kind of escaping the world a little bit because i think why people are so quiet they're just focused on doing their thing and that's the therapeutic part of it they don't have to worry about whatever stresses they have going on in life. So tell us a little bit about your background, Jennifer. Like, I, I always forget you were an art teacher or not an art teacher, but your background. Were you an
1: art teacher? Did you ever? I am. I am an art teacher. So oh. I, yeah. So my background is I always tell the story that I have been an art teacher since I was in elementary school <laughs> because I naturally, I was a very, very shy kid. I was known as that girl that doesn't say anything. And people started to notice that I was good at drawing, right? So my, my classmates would come up to me and be like, oh, can you draw this for me? Can you draw that for me? And I was always taught that it wasn't good to do other people's art. So I was like, well, I can't do it for you, but I'll show you how to do it. So growing up, I always wanted to be an art teacher. I went to Absagami High School. I took all the art classes. I made sure my independent study class was in the art room And then I went to Stockton to study art. So I studied visual arts and philosophy with a minor in art history. And my goal was to be a certified teacher. So life happens. And I I, I got pregnant with my first son, Riley. So that put my teaching certificate on hold. After I had him, I fell into a job doing recreation. So... I started doing that, but through that whole time through college and working in recreation, I always taught community art classes, mostly for kids. That's like my core group, but I love teaching all different ages. So I teach classes regularly drawing, painting, printmaking, mixed media, all different types of things. And I just never fell into working out of school. So, right, right.
0: Well, you can be just because you're not, you weren't at school doesn't mean, like you say, you've been teaching it for a long time it just life took you in a different direction riley was worth it it was worth the detour um (laughs) i met riley he's a good kid so he's probably thrilled to be brought up on this podcast right now oh yeah
1: absolutely um, yeah so riley riley's 15 and he's a freshman at mainland high school and then i also have to mention reed reed is almost 11 he's coming up on his birthday soon and he's in fifth grade yeah yeah, you know, they're, they're good kids. You did a good job, Jen. You did a good job.
0: You. you. know, some kids are, are, you know, a lot, but not Jen's kids. It's that therapeutic art stuff. That's what it is. It's yeah. Out. Tell us about, did you have before this job, did you have any experience? Who we are, of course, we serve people with disabilities. Did you have any experience before working with people with disabilities? Because you're very good at understanding yeah. different people's needs and kind of being, finding creative ways to, to involve people with disabilities.
1: Yeah, throughout my years teaching art, I've, I've encountered people with disabilities, um, students with disabilities, and then working in the community that I did in recreation. It was an all-age community, so I, I really encountered all different types of people, but there was a large senior community as well. So it's all just about meeting people where they are and encouraging them to do whatever it is that their goal is.
0: Right. I think that's a great way
1: to put it. And,
0: you know, I think sometimes people think we talk about this a lot on the podcast, that like, when you're looking for people with disabilities, you have to go to like disability, like road or something. But like, if you're doing something in the community, as we always talk about, uh, one in four people have a disability, you're going to meet people with disabilities. And the more welcoming your environment is in general, the more people I think attend even if your goal isn't necessarily to bring in a lot of people with disabilities like if people with disabilities pick up on you know if this place is accommodating and understanding towards their needs so it wouldn't surprise me that you just your natural approach brought in a lot of people tell me a little tell us a little bit about because you did have a lot of experience before the pandemic uh doing a lot of recreations what did you do that for and what was that like
1: Yeah. So I worked for um, Smithville Community Association. And like I said, that was an all age community. And we ran two rec centers. So I was in charge of the recreation department. And we did a lot of different community events. Uh, We would do community yard sales, community barbecues, different holiday parties, work with different, I guess, Different people in the community that could bring in different types of classes, exercise classes, Zumba, yoga, that type of thing. So it really just correlates to what we do here at the SIL, trying to come up with fun activities that people can participate in.
0: Yeah, and you do a good job with it. What has been any challenges that you, in this job working with? Where has been sort of the challenges and the positives? Any any of that stuff that you've learned during the show? Because also a part of this job, I mean you've done a lot of just social work, working with people, connecting them them with resources and maybe doing something differently
1: that you weren't doing before. One of the challenges for me right off the bat was working one-on-one with people because I would always encounter people and they might tell me a little bit about their story and maybe I would like send them in a certain direction based off maybe like um, informational pamphlets that we would have at the community center. But that was the extent of it. And the work that we do here is we really get into okay, what are your goals and and what are we trying to accomplish and then following them through that that process and and assisting them through that process. It's more hands on um, and we really want to know like where where someone is now and then where are we going to and and following through making sure. Um, that they have the resources or connect them with the resources that they need
0: yeah and you've done a great job with that you've helped people apply for different programs and Mm -hmm. help them get different supports and like you said you're probably your job before people aren't asking to apply for medicaid at the you know they aren't coming to an art class and saying can you help me apply for medicaid right
1: yeah typically uh, anything like like along those lines or or sending paperwork in and things, we would still do that that for them. Like if they come in, they need to use a copy machine or the fax machine right. or email something, but that was it. I wasn't assisting with applications or anything like that or sitting on my phone trying to right. advocate for somebody.
0: <laughs> right, you weren't doing access link applications at the at the art class.
1: Yeah, um, But, you know, and that's kind of what's
0: cool about the cell is people can come in for an activity. And then, you know, as you're talking, realize they have another need and maybe get that, that need met as well. Or you can come in for an activity and not work with us on anything ever again. So it's a lot, whatever your need is in that moment, um, we can adjust to. So I think that's great. What are your, what, what are, just giving more people an idea of, cause you do so many different activities. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, but they're like so great and so creative. What are kind of some of your favorites? What are the ones you like doing the most?
1: I enjoy anything that is art related, obviously. Yes. <laughs> and I mentioned the kitchen activities, but I think some of the activities that are, that are related to um like time management, stress management, things that we really all need to be mindful of. Like, even if you think that you're pretty good with time management or you're you're managing your stress. Like there are times you everybody has the ups and downs of life. So those types of things, they help everyone who's attending the activity, but they help me too.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I I always think that too. I'm always like I gotta come to these activities because I think especially after this pandemic, which was like a traumatic event to go through oh, it yeah. and we all just kind of went through it and it was just like living through it, but like we've learned how important our mental health is and and managing our stress and our time is. And and I, I hope we continue that um as a country and as a people I hope we don't lose that self-care is really important. So and that's basically what our life skills are about, giving you the school skills to take care of yourself and the others around you. Um, so I would encourage anyone to who's interested in learning those things to do it and you can visit to get an idea of what Jen's activities are and we also we should say we also have there's another Jen there's Jenny Mm -hmm. um, who I will also get on this podcast one day and she does great life skills in the evening so maybe you're listening to this and you you know you're like I'm at work during the day well we do have activities in the evening and uh, she covers topics like she does a lot of self-care related topics, stress management and building self-esteem and setting goals and accountability and all that good stuff. That is also good to learn. So we don't just have something in the daytime, we have something in the evening as well. And I would encourage people to check both now. You can go to both. Some a lot of people do go to both. So I would encourage
1: Yeah we, we to- always do different topics like we don't actually confer on what we're doing each week. So it's nice because there's really a wide variety of of uh different topics that you. Can-
0: yes there's a lot of great things i would encourage people to go to our website too atlantic just google atlantic centered for independent living and pop right up our website's kind of new uh now so you can go to our events and you'll see all our flyers with the links and jen's beautiful calendar that i would have no idea how to put together if she left i don't know i would have to find somebody else to put this in calendar again because it looks really
1: really good. Thank you. And I, let me mention about our activity. So all over the newsletter, I feel, is my email address. So if you need Zoom links sent to you, I have a list that I send Zoom links on pretty much a daily basis for people who just need the link easily accessible to them. But The newsletter itself is a PDF format where you can click on the Zoom links, but sometimes it's just easier if you if you get your email each day, and you see what's going on, you can click in it. So just email me and I'll put you on that list. Yes. And Jen, give out your email. Give wow. out your email. I'll just sure. just say what it's it is. jburke burke at atlanticsill.org.
0: Awesome. So
1: we're gonna wrap up here, Jen. Do you have anything else you want to say? Any other thoughts? You know, um, I just I didn't. I don't think I mentioned our health connection calls that we do twice a month. Oh yes, talk about Coach that. Dries. Talk about that. That's so great. I just want to put a plug in for that. So that's on the second and fourth yeah. Wednesdays of the month in the evenings at five thirty, um, and those are different health related topics with Coach Tadris, and he's just such a um, positive, bubbly personality. Oh, so it's really he may, he's very
0: good call. at motivating you. I mean, I talk to him one on one, and every time I talk to him, I feel like I want to do like seven things, and I have done. He's very good at that, and uh, I would encourage anyone to check out act- his activities. Again, it's no cost. If you don't like it, don't come back next time. It's, uh, it's just there are you know I there there are resources out there. I know a lot of people feel alone, especially during these times coming out of the pandemic lot of stuff going on but there are resources out there if you have a disability especially where you can feel connected feel a sense of community and get support so i would definitely encourage you to do that and thank you for joining us jen
1: thank you
0: you did a great job everybody jen was very nervous about this and she did an awesome job thanks everybody see you next time on the atlantic sale podcast bye